Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likute Halachas, Yoradeya Chelik Sheni, Hilchas Chodosh, Halacha Dalid. We're in the middle of paragraph Ches. <coughs> in my version, it's the paragraph that begins with the words, V'alkein Be'emes Choyeloi Lebilam Memshola V'Koyach Godel. We dedicate the learning today, Lilu Nishmas, Rebeliezer Rebnosn Yaakov, Yentafradl Bas Rabbi Shuarye, Tsipkorifka Bas Reb Hillel, Zahavaleya Bas Reb Avron, and Lilu Nishmas, all those that died recently, Al Kiddush Hashem, soldiers, others, and also for a complete refuah shalema for all those that need it, including. Chaviva Chana Basgalia, Rochel Basgalia, Noya Nechoma Basgalia, Hindesheva Bas Rochel, David Shimshon Ben Sorolea, Esther Bas Gamar, Esther Bas Lavana, Leia Esther Bas Malka, Shimon Eliezer Ben Rochel, Yaakov Yeshua Ben Freindel Rechel, Shlomo Nisam Ben Mazlav, Ram David Ben Chana, Eliana Golda Bas Chanafega, Yelet Shoshana Bas Chanalei Yisrael Ben Chanalea, David Ben Behia, Shendel Bas Lea, Yehudis Ruchoma Bas Chavarus, Sororochel Bas Yuspendel, Avivilon Bas Yuspendel, Gitagenendel Bas Sipoira, Lebelea Bas Sipoira, Michal Sora Bas Hadassa, Ides Bas Miriam Brindel, David Lei Ben Shena, Avigail Brocha Bas Shiradvoira, Boruch Mordechai Ben Tali, Nosen Yehuda Ben Tali, Froma Bas Genessa, Aviva Chaya Bas Esther Mindel, Daniel Boruch Ben Sora, Menachem Ben Rishabasha, Chaya Brocha Bas Perel, Yente Sora Bas Chanarus, Yechiel Michel Ben Chanarus, <coughs> Shloimoy Ben Rivka Sprinza, Eliyahu Ben Miriam Rus, Moshe Mendel Ben Leah, Lei Ben Zhenya, Besoich Shar Choyli Yisrael. We're still in the middle of the topic of Bilam, how Rab Nosson is explaining the concept of Bechira very, very clearly. V'alkein be'emes ho'yeloi le'bilam memsholo v'koyach godol b'diburoi shehimshech v'yatzmoi derech atumah. Based on what we were learning, we, we, we can understand why Bilam really had tremendous power with his speech, <coughs> which he drew upon himself via the channel of tumah, impurity. Kamashikosov, as it says in, in the Torah, that Bolak said, because I know I'm hiring you for the job, because I know whomever you give a bracha to is blessed, and whoever you curse is cursed. And all of this was in the power of speech that Bilam drew onto himself. Rashi, as Rashi Kodesh points out, that Bullock was looking for advice as to how to bring about the downfall of the Jewish people. And he did research at the time. He went to Midian, where Moshe Rabbeinu had spent time. And he said, do you know what, what is his power? And they were told his power is his mouth, his koya hadibor, his tefillah, his Torah, and, and the purity, the fact that he doesn't say anything he's not supposed to say. And therefore, when he says something, his words are fulfilled. Va'omru al Moshe, the people of Midian, told Bolok regarding Moshe Rabbeinu, Ein koichoi ela bapeh. His only power is his mouth. Afonu novoy aleim bodom shekoichoi bapeh. So Bolok said, okay, fine. Then we will also challenge the Jewish people using a person whose power is in his mouth. Because Moshe Rabbeinu was to the speech of Loshen Kodesh via holiness, via purifying himself. 
על ידי ששיב הרביטל הורה שבית צדס לגמרי, as a result of משה רבינו succeeding in overcoming all of the taivas rois and midois rois, which are the, the ra of the eight sadas, completely. Ubilam lehepech manish. And Bilam was the complete opposite of this, as we saw earlier. V'yalkein sovru bolok ubilam shegam al Yisroel, shehemikor b'chines loshna kodesh kanal, yuchlu lezgaber chas v'shon. And therefore, Bolok and Bilam thought, and they were confident, that against the Jewish nation, whose power is also from the Loshna Kodesh, they thought that they'll be able to defeat the entire Jewish nation through this method. <clears throat> and the truth is, the Jewish nation was in tremendous danger at that time. Bilam could have brought about the destruction of Klal Yisrael, as the Gemara points out in Brachas. That when Hashem says, remember the wonderful kindness that I did for the Jewish people at that time, Hashem says, and that I changed my modus operandi. The Gemara says there that usually Hashem gets angry for a fraction of a second every day. And Bilam knew that, and Bilam was able to calculate and determine that fraction of a second. And had he issued a curse against Klal Yisrael at that time, it would have worked. And the Torah, the Gemara tells us that Hashem changed his whole method of operation. And during that time period, Hashem did not get angry, even for that fraction of a second. However, Hashem had pity on, on his nation, on Klal Yisrael. And through Hashem's remarkable, awesome greatness... Hashem worked things out, and Hashem performed incredible miracles in order to, to remove what Bilam had swallowed, what the Sitrachra had swallowed up, to remove it from its mouth, based on his own will, based on Kirtsoinoi, I believe this means based on, on Bilam's will, with Bilam's consent, and through Bilam's own choice. And Rav Nosson is going to explain this. What made Bilam so powerful in the Sitra was the fact that he didn't allow himself to humble himself in any way and to, to negate himself to the Kedusha. He stood up with arrogance and strength and complete self-confidence in his path, in his path of Tuma that he had taken. Adra, but just the opposite. The more Bilam went down into different levels, lower and lower levels of impurity, he wanted to drag down the, the power of prophecy to pull it down further and further down into the Tumor where he was using his powerful Machshava. And Bilam was capable of this. Because of the fact that Hashem empowers Bechira in such a huge way, and Hashem empowers both sides of the fence, the Kedusha can have tremendous power, and the Sitra can have tremendous power. As Rabbi Nezal speaks about this in chapter 193 in Likut and in the second half of Likut Imran, chapter 53, and in Sichai Saran, Rabbi Nachman's Wisdom, Paragraph 62, the incredible power of machshava, that if a person really concentrates on something, whether it's for good or for bad, the powerful concentration of the mind can actually affect things happening. Ki Yisrael am Kodosh, because the holy Jewish nation, kol mi shemargish biatzmoi she'enoi Kodosh koroi, any Jew who realizes and feels that he's not really holy the way he's supposed to be, 
הוא מכניע ומבטל את עצמו נגד השם יספורך. At least the person doesn't act with arrogance and, and overconfidence. The person humbles himself before Hashem. And the person doesn't try to go on higher levels than he really is at. To try to draw upon himself prophecy. Why? Because the person realizes that they're far from that. I'm not Moshe Rabbeinu, I'm not Yeshaya Hanavi, I'm not the Baal Shem Tov, so therefore I can't have these kind of thoughts that I'm going to do something and I'm going to draw actual prophecy to myself. And now Rav Nosan Zalets, if a person who is not qualified for these things, if that person will want to try to force the issue and to try to get to see heavenly visions and things like that, the person can mess themselves up and they can mess things up in a very, very big way. As many, many people have made this mistake, have stumbled in, in not realizing that they're not tzaddikim gemurim, they're not complete tzaddikim, they're nowhere in the league of being in a position to try to have prophecy or to try to see tanoim in their dream or things like that. And if they try to push the issue and force the issue, they can bring tremendous harm to themselves and to Yiddishkeit. False Moshiachs, all kinds of things, false leaders in general. Rock, but rather a, a good, healthy Jew who hoilech betmimus, goes with sincerity, and he pleads with Hashem to help him get out of his low level, the low level that he's on, and he should be zechet to really purify himself the way a Jew is supposed to purify themselves. And then, if Hashem will help me and I'll succeed in really purifying myself and really doing a complete tshuva of everything I need to do tshuva for and really live a pure, holy life and, and I'll be qualified to receive Ruach HaKodesh via the channel of holiness, Hashem HaToiv Yase Imoi Kiretsoinen then Hashem will do to that person and for that person what Hashem knows is good for the person based on, on what the person wants. Whereas Bilam and his students are the opposite of what we described here. They are steeped in every type of tumma, every type of evil. And they try very hard to draw upon themselves divine light via the channel of Tumor. Because a human being has the ability has the power to draw upon himself Hashem's light according to the way that the person wants, based on their choice. Letoiv, whether the person chooses to go via the path of good, or the opposite. As Rabbi Nezal discusses this in chapter 36 in Likut Imran, Al posuk hine borech lokachti, Take a look over there. There, Rabbi Nezal explains that when light comes down from heaven, divine light, it comes down completely unformatted. It's not good and it's not bad. It's unformatted light. According to the vessel that I prepare, if I prepare a vessel of holiness, or if I, chas v'shom, a person prepares a vessel of unholiness, impurity, that light will go in there and be formatted for good, or chas v'shom, the opposite. So the original light of Hashem, that highest light of Hashem, 
is referred to as the keser sometimes, for which the vowel in the Hebrew vowels that's associated with keser is komatz. Komatz means closed, closed, hidden. A kmitza is when a koyin takes some flour in his, in his hand in the, within these four fingers where it's completely closed up. You, you don't see it at all. So the vowel komatz is associated with keser. The vowel tsere is associated with bina. Tsere means to form, to format. So Bilam said, Hine borech lokachti. I wanted to take, I was trying to take borech with a komatz, unformatted light, and put it into my keli, my vessel, and where it would become a curse for the Jewish people. But Hashem preempted me. Uberech. But I discovered that Hashem had already pre-formatted the light. It was already 100% formatted, and I couldn't do anything to change it with my impure vessel. Uberech veloyashivenu. It was in the format of Beirech with Etzere, and I couldn't do anything to, 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 to change it. Any questions, please? Rav Nosnesal continues to explain and clarify. Vashem Yisborach calls man shechofetz bekiyum ho'ilom enoi roitzel avatel koyach habechira. And Hashem, so long as Hashem wants this world to continue to function, to continue to operate, Hashem will not nullify the koyach habechira. He will not take away the bechira completely was certainly on any permanent, permanent basis. Because that's the underlying reason for the whole creation, is Bechira. However, Hashem, with His wondrous tricks, Hashem extracted, He took out Bilam's Dibur, from Bilam, through Bilam's f- own choice, through Bilam's own free choice. And with this, we can understand the whole story about the, the Bilam's donkey opening its mouth and speaking. Hashem performed a miracle of this magnitude. That the donkey opened up its mouth and spoke to Bilam and rebuked him. And Bilam couldn't stand up. Bilam had no argument. When the donkey said to him, What you hit me for? You had no legitimate right to hit me. I, I was always good to you. I always cooperated with you. And now there's an angel standing in my way. Of course I couldn't go knock, bump into the angel. And Bilam hadn't seen the angel at first. And this is what really brought about the downfall of Bilam. The power, his power of speech was taken away from him. And he was forced to submit to the words that Hashem wanted him to speak. And to change his original intentions to curse the Jews to change, change it into blessing. Because Bilam's whole power of speech was based on the fact that he, he had drawn speech into the depth of the Sitrachra and Tumah, and he refused to return the Dibur to where it belongs, to its place in holiness. And because of the fact that Hashem wants us to have free choice, Bilam was able to do this. But however, because of the fact that Bilam injected all of his strength, all of his power, and his consciousness and his life force into that donkey, 
The Gemara tells us that Bilam participated in bestiality with that donkey. He treated that donkey like his wife. Whereby the Zohar Kodesh explains Shekol HaKoychois Shebechol Eivrei HaOdom Nimshochem Latoich Tipas Hazera The Zohar Kodesh explains Why is Tikkun Abris so important? Why is this everything? And the Zohar Kodesh explains That when a man is, is, wants to have children And he unites with his wife in this manner To inf- inject seed In order to produce a child that process, in order for that seed to come out, it, it requires the entire essence of the person from head to toe. The entire energy of the man from head to toe is going into that action, that act. So in Bilam performing this with a donkey, all of his koyach and moyach was all going into, he put all of that into that donkey. Alkane, who betoikev tumosay, therefore Bilam, with his incredible tuma, whereby he refused to have Dibur, holy Dibur, go to its holy place above, but rather rakhim lemato lemato, but rather he pulled the Dibur down, way, way down, to his place of impurity, through his free choice, however, because of the fact that Bila made this huge mistake in injecting all of his Koyach and Chius into that donkey, so therefore, Hashem paid him back in full justice. As is, as is worthy for an evil, a wicked Russia like Bilam. And Hashem worked out through his incredible miracles. That the power of speech of Bilam, which he had pulled down, down into the lowest places of Tuma, and the lowest place of Tuma is this illicit, Ill- illegal desire for relations, that he should, he should pull that, he should place that into the donkey itself and thereby give that donkey the ability to speak because this is exactly what Bilam deserved because Bilam himself infused the donkey with Bilam's power he put all of his power and energy into the donkey what's Bilam's main power his koyach hadibur he put that into the donkey as a result of having relations with the donkey and injecting all of his power into the donkey v'tzadik Hashem v'yoshar mishpotoi and Hashem is righteous, and everything Hashem does is perfect justice. Hashem did not take away Bilam's Bechira. And despite that, Hashem was able to take away from Bilam his power of speech as a result of a choice that Bilam himself made. Because Bilam, out of his own free will and free choice, placed his power and energy into that donkey. And as a result of that, that donkey was given the power of speech it perfectly just, just, with perfect justice. And therefore Hashem opened the mouth of this donkey and the donkey rebuked Bilam. And the Torah tells us 
Bilam couldn't stand up to the arguments of the donkey. The donkey argued, said, why are you hitting me? You had no right to hit me. And Bilam couldn't, couldn't, couldn't justify what he did. And this is really what led to his main downfall. As it says in the Medrash, This was an incredible shame and embarrassment to Bilam. He's going on a mission to try to destroy an entire nation, the entire Jewish nation, using his power of speech. And he can't even win an argument with, with his own donkey. Because most definitely now, after Bilam had done everything he did, he could not stand up. As a result of the fact that Hashem worked things out in such a way that Bilam should be willing to go so far as to draw his Dibur into the donkey. How? Through all of his evil actions. And out of his own free will. Alkain Shuv Therefore, Bilam no longer has any authority, any power with his speech. Because even though, as a result of all of this, Dibur, the power of speech, went down to such a low place into a donkey, Afalpikein, despite that, since a donkey does not have free choice, only human beings have free choice. Hashem could very easily remove the dibur from the donkey and, and elevate it, raise it up to its original source. Now listen to these words. This is very delicate and extremely important. Rav Nassanzal is giving us a, an accurate explanation of how Bechira works, which is something which many, many people don't understand. Because this that Hashem finds it difficult and hard to break free choice, to, to eliminate free choice, which has tremendous power and significance, the, the, the main difficulty for Hashem is, is to destroy the Koyach HaBechira, which, ha, which has tremendous power. And because of that, because of Bechira, and the Jews are going in their direction, and Bilam is going in their direction, and both of them are putting fuel into their tank. Both of them are loading up with missiles and grenades and everything, very powerful. Because Hashem wants justice, fairness, Hashem does not want to eliminate Bechira completely. Because that's the underlying reason why Hashem created the whole world. And as is brought. And for this reason also, Hashem worked out a whole set of circumstances, a whole long procedure to get to a point where Paroi would willingly release the Jews from Mitzrayim. And we find this in several different areas in history. I don't want to elaborate more on this. However, now that Hashem succeeded, Hashem's plan worked in allowing, get, letting out the leash for Bilam. You want to go low? Here you go. Go as low as you want. And Bilam went lower and lower and lower until he got just about to the bottom, to having relations with his donkey. And as a result, and that's how Hashem took Bilam's speech away, and gave it over to the donkey, 
in full justice. Bilam himself, you, you yourself are going to the donkey and, and, and giving the donkey all of your koyach, all of your chiyas. So here you go. The, your, your main koyach and chiyas is deeper. Uposach pihosain. And Hashem opened up the mouth of the, the donkey. Kvar ovad koyach hadibur bebechirosoi biatsmoi. And as a result of this, Bilam forfeited and lost his power of speech out of his own free will, his own free choice. And therefore, at that point, he was powerless against the Jewish people. Adarabah, just the opposite. Bilam was forced to say exactly what Hashem wanted him to say. And, and the words were like a bit that's put into the mouth of an animal to force the animal to, to, to go exactly in the direction you want it to, no different, and to do exactly what you want. As Rashi HaKadosh explains on that part where it says, go, go, <coughs> go back to Bolek, and this is what you, shall, this is what you will say. And Bilam was forced to change his plan completely, to change the curse into a blessing. Because his power of speech, his control over the speech, was taken away from him completely. As a result of it being given away to the donkey, Kadin, with perfect just justice, as a result of Bilam's own choice. And once the Dibor was no longer by a Balbchira, it was no longer in the possession of one who has free choice. The Dibor was by a donkey, there Hashem can manip- manipulate much more easily and navigate much more easily. Because a donkey doesn't have chira. And so therefore, to, to purify the speech when it's, in the, when it's inside the donkey, that's much easier. And at that point, the power of the speech was returned to Hashem. And Bilam was forced to say exactly what Hashem wanted him to, to bless the Jewish people. Question in the chat to, to, to clarify again. A, a, a man's, every human being's power, their most important power is their power of speech, especially the Jewish people, especially the Jewish people. The Gemara says, our, our power of speech, it's not our phantom jets, it's not our missiles, it's our power of speech. That's the most important power. A human being is called medaber, one who speaks. When, 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 a, when a man is involved in relations... The Zohar Kodesh explains, and again, those who study biology can understand this also. In order to complete that act, in order for the Zerah to come out it, properly, it requires the concentration of the mind, it requires energy from all parts of the body, all 248 organs of the body, the Zohar Kodesh says, are involved in that process. So that process involves the entire koyach of the person, the entire physical and mental koyach of the person, in order for it to be completed properly. Bilam, we're told, it's, it, the Torah makes it perfectly clear, his whole power was his speech. So when Bilam is taking all of his energy and all of his physical power and putting it into the donkey... He's giving away his koyach hadibor. He's giving away his power of speech. That's the answer. So this has nothing to do with if, if the wife is mute. Or st- this is an example of it. This doesn't mean that every man who's married will lose his speech or gain his speech. <clears throat> Here we have the most extreme example 
where the Torah makes it perfectly clear that Bilam, Moshe Rabbeinu, his, power, his main power is his Koyach Adibur. <clears throat> Parallel to him, we have Bilam in the other side, whose power is Dibur. And we're told also that this issue of Tikana Bris or Pegama Bris is so huge, it's so big, because it involves the entire person. The entire essence of the person is involved in this item. So we're saying that Bilam is Kayak was was uh, Dibor, but I remember learning somewhere in the Torah that says that he was the best guy. He was the speaker of the house for the guy, and he was the Nasi. This, I, I mean, like someone that does this heinous act with the donkey. This is their this is their guy. This is this is their Navi. This is their like. It's hard for me to to understand how. What you just said very beautifully, like how is like I, I, I if you look would... if you look back at the previous shear that we had, we explain <clears throat> there's two channels, there's two faucets, there's a faucet that's labeled kedusha, and there's a faucet that's labeled tumah, and you, when you turn them on, they're both giving out a lot of stuff. <clears throat> Moshe Rabbeinu chose the, the one on the right. Moshe Rabbeinu chose the direction of Kedusha, which is 100 watts, 1,000 watts, a billion watts, depending on how much a person purifies themselves. <clears throat> they, they can get higher and higher voltage <clears throat> out of there. Bilam chose the left faucet, and Bilam, Bilam engaged in every type of Tumah that he could to be able to draw divine light via Tumah, and to try to pull it down into Tumah. We have David and Goliath. Goliath, we're told, was a huge physical giant who terrorized the Jewish nation. The Jews had an army at that time. They had Shaul HaMelech. There were some, there were different, there were Tzadikim at that time also. They were terrorized and terrified by, by this Goliath. How big he was, his armor, his booming voice, and his insulting Hashem and and Dovar Amelech, who was not physically tall and not physically necessarily strong, Dovar Amelech heard somebody insulting Hashem. He said, you dog. A dog disgraces Hashem. A dog behaves in a filthy manner. You're filth, just like a dog is filthy. And, and Dovar Amelech looked at him and wasn't afraid, didn't, wasn't afraid of him whatsoever because Dovar Amelech's fear of Hashem was 100% complete. So he didn't have to be afraid of anyone else or anything else. And Dovod HaMelech was able to bring about the downfall of Goliath. Here we have another example. We have two super giants. Bilam was a giant in the Sitra Achra. Rabbein shows that his, the name Bilam, the, the, Moshe Rabbeinu draws his power from the Torah. The word Bilam, the Beis, is the opening letter of the Torah, the Beis of Bereshis. The Lamed is the last letter of the Torah. The Ayin is the 70 interpretations of the Torah. And the Mem is the 40 days in which Moshe Rabbeinu went up to heaven to receive the Torah. Bilam had tremendous... There's a Mishnah that says in Pirkei Ovis, what's the difference between the students of Avram Avinu and the students of Bilam Arusha? And it says the students of Avram Avinu have humility. Oh, the students of Bilam have the opposite of that. So one of them, Afarshim, asks, one second, why, why, why does it say what's the difference between the students? And why does it say what's the difference between Avraham and Bilam? And one of the answers that's given is that if you would have seen Avraham Avinu, and if you would have seen Lahavdil Bilam Arusha, you wouldn't have seen any difference. Bilam, like, like today, we see sometimes priests going with Lord, with Lahavdil, Lahavdil, Ben Kodesh Lechel. We see religious rabbis go, wearing a long coat and walking slowly, and it's it. And then we see Lahavdil, the Galochim, certain priests, also wearing a, a long robe and, and, and looking like pious religious people. And then we read the news and we hear what these, these guys were capable of, the levels of Pegama Bris over there. I hope we clarified the, the issue. Thank you very much. So, so the Goyim are high and potent, like the Shemir is the Bris also? Uh, the, the bestiality, yes. That, yes. 
No, no, they, 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 there's no concept of marriage by them. That's why the, the Torah, that's, that's, that's one of the reasons why they're going. There's no concept of holy matrimony by them. There's no concept necessarily of father and daughter, father and son, that kind of relationship. No, I'm saying if, if a guy said that he wants to be Shomer Briss, you're saying there's no mitzvah. It doesn't really, I mean, does it damage no. him? They, they have their seven mitzvahs. They have their seven mitzvahs b'nei Noach. Of which... The only g- why g- I asked this is I remember there was a b'nei Noachite and he, he was very much good to go to Umar for a shana, and he was telling me that Rabbi Shalom Arash inspired him for uh, Shmir Sabris, and he, and he told me all these things, and I said, wait a second, he's not a Jew. How is this, like, what's Pshah? The answer is we have to study the laws of the Bnei Noyach to know what they're required. They're not allowed to kill, they're not allowed to do certain types of idol worship, and, and again, certain aspects of, of Gilu Arayas are forbidden by them also. Thank you so much. Sure, sure. <clears throat> Paragraph Tess, now Rav brings this down to us. Exactly how does this apply to me? <speaking in Hebrew> to summarize what we can, what we can take out of this whole story and everything we learned here and apply it in our own lives and be able to draw advice for ourselves, each and every one of us needs to know and realize that we have free choice. And this Bechira issue is very, very powerful. That in terms of how the, the choices that a person can make for themselves, and Hashem will play along with it. Hashem won't stop the person, even if Hashem doesn't agree with what the person's doing. Hashem's going to let the leash out. The Gemara says, "Whatever path a person chooses to go on, Hashem lets the person go on that path." However, most definitely, the good side is definitely more and, and better in many ways and stronger than the bad side. And if that's the case, we can learn a Kalvachomer from them. That if, if imagine if Bilam, who was so evil and so impure, and as a result, he was very, very far from holiness, from the holiness of Loshna Kodesh. Despite that, through his Bechira, Bilam had the ability to climb up using Targum and thereby to draw Loshna Kodesh into himself and to actually see visions, to see an angel inside his Tumah. Just like Moshe Rabbeinu, Lahavdil, was able to see angels and see Hashem in holiness. As the Medrash says, when it says that in, among the Jewish people there never rose a, a prophet like Moshe Rabbeinu. So the Medrash says, Be Israel loikom. Among the Jewish people there never arose one Novi come. <coughs> but among the other nations there did rise up a prophet that was parallel to Moshe Rabbeinu. Um, and Umanoi, and who was it? And all of this is because a human being's free choice is very powerful. And a person can ratch up his concentration to such an incredible, powerful, high level 
to the point where a person can draw to him, themselves whatever they want through concentration, through super intense concentration. However, we're talking about a level of concentration here where the person's entire brain and, and the entire nervous system, the outer part and the inner part, are all completely concentrated on what the person is trying to accomplish. The as Rabbeinazal discusses this in chapter 193 in the and also in another place. That's, we see by Bilam in the negative side. Mi kolshkein v'kolshkein. How much more so? Kal v'choymer ben b'noi shel kal v'choymer. A million times over, in a sense. Kishe'echot mi Yisrael roitzer laham shoviatzmoi ha'kedusha. When a Jew decides that they want to draw upon themselves holiness, bechinas loshna koydesh, in the form of loshna koydesh, in the place where the person is, in a shul, in a, in a holy place, and in a place of holiness, while the Jew is immersed in studying Torah, in doing mitzvahs, in a mikvah, and the person's intentions are pure. The intentions are for Hashem, not for personal kavod. So people will look to me that I am a great pray, I'm, I'm a tzaddik, I'm a navi. I can tell people all kinds of things. I can gain fame or money or, or kavod. We're talking about kavanasei l'shemayim. The person's intentions are pure, that they want this only to come close to Hashem and to serve Hashem. Because maybe by achieving this nevuah, this ruach hakodesh, maybe I'll be zeched to do a real tshuva and to come close to real holiness. A Jew definitely has this power always, all the time. No matter how, no matter how good or bad the person is, even if a Jew, as a result of their sins, fell down to very, very low places, as is very prevalent nowadays in our generations, as a result of our many sins. Rav Nosson was writing this 180 years ago, approximately. Imagine, what would he say about today? What, how, how can we describe ourselves today? And even if the person right now is still trapped in the Sitrach, or still doing Averis and, and, and not being so good, despite that, a person has the ability through their free choice for the person to strengthen themselves and encourage themselves to do tshuva, to come close to Hashem, even from that very, very low place that the person is, is, is right now. Ba'asher husham, where the person is right now. Lahamshech liatzmi bechina shleimus loshna koydish. The person has the ability to draw to themselves the per- perfect loshna koydish. Dahainu, what are we saying? What, what do we mean by this? Sha'af al pi sheha'odam kamay sheho chasashon. Even though the person is as bad as they are, afal pi came despite that. Im yihye chazak, listen to these words. Im yihye chazak bedaitoi tomid ledaber dibure toira utfila vehispoididus. If the person will be determined to always be speaking words of Torah, tfila, and hispoididus, the person spending hours every day in Torah, tfila, and hispoididus, <coughs> and not speaking what they shouldn't be speaking. All of this is examples of Loshna Kodesh. The Kavanosoi. And the, what's the person's intention? 
כדי שיזכה על ידי זה להכניע ולשבר הוראה שלי, that I should succeed in getting rid of all of my taivos rois and my midos rois. I should get rid of my kas and my gaiva <coughs> and my taivos rois. So that I will return to Hashem, so that I will become a good Jew in every single way. <coughs> that, that definitely is good for a person. That person will defi- is definitely doing the right thing. In wanting Hashem to reveal Himself to him, in wanting all of these things. Because most definitely, not one word of Torah or Tefillah or Hispodidus goes lost. These two words here are very important. This isn't fast food. This isn't real time. This isn't instant gratification. And if the person will continue in this path for many days, Yerachem Olav Hashem Yisborach, Hashem will have pity on them. And all of those thousands and millions of holy words that the person gave out of their mouth, words of Torah and Tefillah and Hispoidus, all of those words will come together. And through this, the person will succeed in defeating that that total evil of pegama bris vohoiker and and all types of ra vohoiker <clears throat> but the most important thing is sheyechazok bazeh moed moed yomim veshonim that the person should be determined in this and be serious and be consistent for days and years the person should know I'm in this for the long run. This isn't, <clears throat> this isn't any quick fix. No matter what the person goes through, no matter what kind of uritois the person will have, no matter what kind of nephilois the person will have, no matter what kind of obstacles they're going to encounter. <clears throat> because, again, the choice is free all the time. Everyone has free choice. You're free to choose. The Iker HaKoyach and our main strength, al dibor, is through dibor. Bechinas giboyre koyach oisei devoroi. As the Pasuk says in Tehillim, powerful ones who create speech. That's our, our greatest power. Any questions? Rabbi Nassan, mm-hmm. I have a question. It looks like doing the wrong things, it's easier than trying to do good things. Why is it Say it again, please. Repeat it. The, the question is, if one, one wants to do good and, and, go, and go to the right path, looks like it's, it's harder than, than going to the wrong path. The answer is, it looks that way. It lo- it, it's true. That's part of the Yitzhahara's trick. <clears throat> That's why one of the names, Rabbein Zal, in chapter 25 in the Kutimran said, we have to give the Yitzhahara a new name. The Medrash says the Yitzhahara has seven names. We're going to give him an eighth name. Koyach medame. Medame means imagination, fantasy, t- making things look like what they aren't really. Hollywood, entertainment, the entertainment industry. That's what the Yetzor is all about. And, and in this world, a person could have a gold watch that, that's shining, that's glowing, and it's worth, it, the watch cost eight, $15. And a person could have a gold watch that's not shining as brightly, and it cost $18,000. This is real gold. This is gold-painted or gold-plated, that kind of thing. That's, that's one of our major concerns, one of major our problems and tests in this world. But Rav Zal did say in the beginning that the, the Mida Toiva Maruba, that there's no question that Hashem really wants us to make the right choices. And there are ways by which Hashem makes the good available, you know, and, and, and makes it easier in some ways for us to make the right choice. Looking at it at first glance, what you're saying is right, that it, it seems so much easier to do an Avera than to do a mitzvah. 
but, but it's not always the case. person wants to be honest. How difficult is it to put on tefillin? You know, there are Averis that people spend $50,000 or $500,000 to go to certain beaches or to go to certain places, you know, to, to do certain Averis, to eat certain non-kosher food. And to, you know, how difficult, if a person wants to be honest in a certain way, you know, how difficult is it to open your mouth and to say, Hashem, I love you. Hashem, please, I'm begging you, I need your help. And if I'm told I can say it anytime, anywhere, you know, so... It's important we're going to learn through, yeah, throughout Likut HaLochas, we're going to learn a lot about this, and you'll see that, again, the tzaddikim give us a different picture of life, a different picture of the world, showing us, here again, the people who are not religious, they look at religious Jews who keep Shabbos as, God, these guys have such a hard life. They can never have any ple- and never have any enjoyment. They don't know what it is to get in the car and, and drive to the beach and, and, you know, and this person can't imagine in their wildest dream how much easier and more pleasurable it is for a Jew to sit down at their Shabbos table with their wife and kids and no telephones and no interruptions and have the, the, the bliss, you know, have mamish the, a, a true pleasure, a pleasure that, that's eternal, you know, a pleasure which, which goes into a bank account of eternity versus the other thing that if it's pleasurable, Rav Zal writes in many places, people who are looking for the wrong kind of pleasures, usually the pleasure ends up being pain and suffering even in this world. Okay. Anyone else, please? Right. Yes. Earlier statement that uh, Bilam took all of his kochos and put it into the Atom, and the fact that the Atom has no Bechira it was easy for Kedush Baruch Hu to bring that deep word to its shorish. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a tremendously good thing to be the of the or something like that. <laughs> Everything could be done in good and in bad. Bilam was doing one of the ugliest, most terrible types of sin in existence. <clears throat> And as a result, Bilam was drawing the Koya Hadibur. Now, the, the, the word Koya Hadibur can be labeled good and it could be labeled bad. Bilam's Koya Hadibur was cursing, cursing and all kinds of terrible things. <clears throat> Bilam was taking his Koya Hadibur, which he had acquired through Tuma. So his Koya Hadibur was negative, minus, 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 minus. And, and he was using it, you know, for, for a... And, and put it into the Osain, and now the Osain can speak. It, it's the same concept of nuclear nuclear energy. There are countries that are using nuclear energy to do incredible things in medicine, everything. And the Iranians, Yemach Shemam Vezichram, or certain other countries like that, they're saying, of course, so with the nuclear, when we're developing nuclear energy to help mankind. And I, and everybody knows that by them, the nuclear energy is only, they have only one intention and one goal in life, to destroy the Jewish nation, to murder, to kill. You know, that, that's their thing. So, nuclear energy, is it a good thing? The answer is, energy, is, energy is, 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 could be a positive thing and could be a very destructive thing, any type of energy, any type of light. Light could be wonderful, light could help you see, and light can blind you, the same person. So you see from here that being mevata l'vachira in a positive way would be a good thing? Sure, sure. That, in other words, a person trying, trying to, to defeat, you know, is trying to become the master of their bechira. That's our mission in this world, for a person to gain control, to have self-control was to rule over the Bechira. <clears throat> but we know Rabbein Azal said that I have the ability to take away your Bechira. Through, I, can, I can give you a shear that'll take, but Hashem doesn't do that, so why should I? Because Hashem wants Bechira to continue as long as the world needs to operate. We need Bechira in the world. The Tzadikim are the ones who have succeeded in, in, in winning this battle of Bechira in making, having the good dominate the evil totally, totally, where the evil becomes the friend of the good, and, and, and using that negative energy, converting it to positive energy. 
Wishing everybody a wonderful Shabbos. Should be zeicha that that the pasuk says lahashbis oyevu misnakim that our preparations for Shabbos and our observing of Shabbos itself should bring about the complete and final destruction of all the enemies of the Jews all over the world and, and bring about the Gula Shlema, the Binyan Beis Samiktosh Meher Amen Amen.